Hello, welcome, good morning. Yes, it is good morning. It is 10 to 11, apart from if you're late and you're over in Finland, then it's midday. Well, good morning, everyone. I hope that you all are having a fantastic Friday. It is free game Friday. We've got a lot of stuff to be able to get through today. It is just going to be myself. It is the dollop as Graham has decided to take some annual leave and go and give high fives to Mickey and Minnie Mouse over in Disneyland. So I hope he's having a good time over there. I understand that he flew this morning. I mean, on a plane, not himself. He didn't just take off from Salford and then just end up in uh, in France. Um, but yes, it is just me today and it will also be me on my own on Monday, which is, uh, I know there's a few of you out there that are saying, okay, well, this is probably the reason why we're going live earlier today. No, it's, I've got a genuinely a, a small little window today to be able to try and get this out um, before obviously I end up going back into getting into the crooks of things over with work stuff. Um, but yes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Scoop. We are the UK's number one video games podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. My name is Bibbit, aka we've got a beanie, aka Lord Bibbington, and I will be able to, I'm, it's an honour to be able to give you this podcast today. I see that there's a few people in the chat already. I mean, they're, they've probably just clicked the notification thinking there is no way on God's green earth that ice cream uploads have gone live before 12 p.m. It's not going to happen. Yes, it has. I mean, this isn't this isn't a drill. Obviously, you guys that are listening to this on other podcast services that are iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. There we go, got them all. Um, you guys, you're not asked about that. You just want to be able to listen to this as and when you want to. You guys that are watching this on YouTube, which our YouTube is growing very slowly, very slowly. It's starting, and the needle is starting to move. So I don't know whether or not we've started to touch into the algorithm a bit more, considering we are about 670 shows in. I mean, at some point, the algorithm's going to go, okay, they're, they're uploading every single day. We need to probably start putting them into the algorithm a little bit more. So, yeah, it's starting to grow ever so slowly, but over 600, uh, sorry, 650,000, over 160,000 of you guys have listened to this podcast over the last two and a half years. So we do appreciate every single one of you that either join us live or listen to this podcast on demand too. And it's most certainly important that you guys do tune in if you are watching live because we want to hear your thoughts and impressions on top of our part for impressions. That's how this show works. You either give us the news, we give you the news, you tell us what you think about the news, and then we have a discussion on that. And therefore, the carousel keeps on whirring. Um, we do have some talking points to go through before we jump into the scoop today. We have two giveaways currently running. Um, Astro, obviously we are Astro partners, so they've gone, do you know what, guys? We've got some more headsets. Would you guys like to give one away? And we're like, of course we do. We know you guys need headsets. So that's exactly why we have got some available for you. We have one one lucky winner will win a set of Astro A40s and they are genuinely the ones that I have my daily headphones. Um, obviously, I don't need them for the purpose of this podcast. Um, but yeah, they are, well, because Graham's not here, obviously. But they are on my little uh, headphone holder here. I use them for absolutely everything I want with PC, whether or not I'm gaming, whether or not I'm listening to music, whether or not I'm listening to podcasts. I don't listen to this podcast back, obviously. Um, but yeah, I use it for absolutely everything. They are the best headsets on the market at a very, very competitive price, but you don't have to pay for them if you end up winning them. So if you want to type exclamation mark Astro giveaway in the chat, you will be directed into that. And I think that ends on the 31st, which is Monday. So get yourselves in for that one. And obviously we'll be able to give you the winner on the Tuesday. Not only that, it's happy Modern Warfare two days. The guys over at Activision and Call of Duty UK have decided that they want to be able to treat you guys for being such an awesome community to an Xbox copy of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It is the standard edition. It's not the vault edition or anything like that, so you don't get anything special with it. But what's better than something that's free? A free video game. So that will end at midnight 
on Sunday. So do get involved with that one. We will draw that first thing on Monday. So you'll be able to get involved with the Call of Duty hype. Payday might just be around the corner. If you want to help save yourself 60 quid, we're able to do that as well. So exclamation mark COD giveaway in the chat. You'll be able to get involved with that one if you haven't done already. The tweets, uh, it shows you everything that you need to do in the tweet itself. It's a bit, it's, it's the traditional stuff. It's retweet, follow us on Call of Duty, um, and also tag a mate that you'd like to be able to play with. That's all you need to do to be able to get entered into that one, and we'll get that drawn up for you on Monday. Uh, not only that, Jesus, it feels like we're going through all the house cleaning today. Um, the loot drop will be taking place a week on Monday, so if you are a subscriber, they win prizes. Um, so you are up for a copy of FIFA 23 this month. Um, obviously, if you've already got that one, we may be able to try and swap that game out for you guys. Um, or if you don't, haven't got an ICU hat yet, whether or not it's the flat, uh, whether or not it's the curved peak or the flat peak, we'll be able to swap that one out for you as well. So get involved with that one. That will be a whoever's a subscriber will spin the wheel. Whoever wins will get a copy of FIFA 23 or an ICU upload hat. <sighs> That's all the stuff that we have to give away. But next week we do have another sponsored stream by the awesome guys over at Insert Coin. Uh, myself and Graham will be playing. I'm not too sure what it is. I'm guessing it's probably going to be Call of Duty. Um, I think we played. Say I think I played Saints Row last time on their channel. Um, but as Call of Duty is obviously brand new, it may even be some FIFA Pro Clubs. I'm not too sure yet. We haven't decided on the game of what it'll be. It could even be PUBG again. Um, but yeah, we will be streaming at. I think it's usually 2 p.m. that we go live over on the Insert Coin stream. We stream from three or four hours. So do tune into that one as well. Insert Coin are a fantastic company. If you haven't got any of their clothing already, if you just want to try something out of theirs, just go into the sale tab, go in there, buy something that's obviously cheap. Just feel the quality of it because I can guarantee next time you want to buy stuff, use ice cream at checkout. And I think it's 20% that you'll get off there as well, which is obviously a fantastic amount of money uh, for you guys to be able to save on the best clothing in the business. You can see some behind me, actually. I've got my Dovahkiin Skyrim bomber jacket, as well as my Mass Effect um, long sleeve t-shirt. I've got uh, Resident Evil hoodies. I've got Skyrim uh, long t-shirts. I've Literally, they have, they have donned my wardrobe out, so I do appreciate them for being able to do that for us, as well as giving us sponsored stream stuff. So yes, that is a lot of news. Well, not even a lot of news. That's a lot of housekeeping that I have gone through this morning. It Again, because of you guys, obviously joining us every single day, you're getting involved with our community, the Discord is popping off and you're able to respond to our tweets, you're able to join into our, uh, our sponsored streams. You guys are literally giving us more opportunities to be able to give you guys your back. Like, everything I've got there today has been because of you guys. Like Call of Duty think we're worthy to be able to be, um, to be able to have free copies of the game to be able to give away from you guys. Astro, even though we've used their stuff for a million years, I've decided, you know what, you guys have got an awesome community we want to be able to give something our way to you guys. We have sponsor stream coming from Insert Coin that'll be able to give us discount codes for you for you guys. We don't get any kickback from that, by the way, as well. It's literally just a code for you guys to be able to save money. Like it's it's insane that we've been able to get this kind of access, but it's all down to you guys. So we very much appreciate that. Um, but looking at the chat, then JMK said I would enter a Modern Warfare 2 Xbox competition, but I don't have an Xbox. I'll leave it for Beans to win. Well, at least if you want to be that that top friend, go in. Do all the stuff that you need to do. And if you end up getting the code, then just give it to one of your friends or sell it onto one of your friends. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't sell it onto one of your friends. Um, but yeah, if you want to be able to get hold of that code, you can make your friends Christmas or their birthday. If if it's Graham's birthday coming up on December the 3rd, if you didn't already know. That command's not in my chatbot, by the way. We haven't done a scrape from Graham's chatbot onto mine for a while. I've included stuff into my chatbot that he doesn't have. 
So we'll have to try and sync them back up at, at some time. But yeah, um, if you want to be able to win that, if you do go ahead and be able to do so. Um, you'll be able to give it away to one of your friends. That's amazing. Uh, we uh, told Bix says, hi, mate. The guy who sent the mic arm here is the guy who sent the, the mic arm here. Oh, you mean these ones? These Elgato ones? Are you our Elgato guy? Are you the Elgato guy? So I do appreciate that, mate, if you are. Thank you very much. It looks fantastic, doesn't it? You know what I mean? It's a woo. No droopiness over here. Thank you. Um, JMK says, morning, Ob, for 11. I can't believe it. <laughs> Tex-Mex natural casseroles with no meat. Is that even possible? I mean, it does sound delicious, to be fair. Um, Weetabix says, how many hours did it take to download the new COD? My son will have a meltdown if he can't have it by tea time. Uh, it's a very good point. Uh, if you're on Graham's Sky internet, then probably about 16 days. If you're on my super fast internet at this moment in time, then probably about 25 minutes, which is great. Um, Lake says, I will win. I hope you do, mate. I hope one of you guys win it. Uh, Big Zombie Monkey, Spike says, good morning, Spike, by the way. Says, flat peak for the win. I have both now. This is probably going to be my, my golf hat, um, which, by the way, sorry, I completely forgot to even talk about that one. We are going to be playing some golf on Saturday now. One of them, I said yesterday morning, one of my mates has dropped out, which is fine, but we've had to find somebody else. And I say we had to find someone completely random from the golf club has joined our four ball on Saturday. So this is going to be a bit of an awkward situation because I'm with two of my, two of my best friends and we're going to be playing golf. So there's three of us that know we're going to be streaming and we're going to be mic'd up. Whereas this fourth guy I've never seen before in my life. I don't know who he is. So it could just be that I might not be able to film his shots and he might not want to be on camera. So that is going to be a bit of a challenge for me to try and get around. Um, I have bought like an umbrella holder so I can put my umbrella in. So if, when he's taking his shot, I can just move the camera away and not get piss wet through. So that's going to be a little bit of camera work from me. Uh, I don't know how we're going to be able to do this, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out along the way. We always do. So yeah, joining that one, it's a, it's a half nine tee off time, but things usually get delayed because people don't turn up on time. So everything gets put back. So Hopefully around half past nine, we'll be going live. Just keep your notifications on. You'll be notified when we do go live. Simple as that. Um, Timeless says, just pop in and say hi. Have a great weekend all. Enjoy the games and have a, uh, a good stream, sir. Stay safe. You too, mate. I hope you have a fantastic weekend too. Uh, Timeless says, Cod is brilliant. Was playing until 5am this morning. Uh, JK says, sell it. Good idea. <laughs> uh, it's my birthday in a week, says Timeless. Um, but I also already have Cod. Okay. <laughs> uh Vic Nando, Naldo, that's me, mate. That's me. That is me. Uh, whoa, you've got balls doing that. Good etiquette uh, is serious uh, with some. Exactly. Exactly, mate. This is why, this is where the problem is going to lie a little bit because it might be a complete herbert. It might be a fucking idiot and just not want to be any part of that, which could get me into some serious trouble with the golf club. Um, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been at all a problem had I been playing with the people who I was meant to be playing with, which two of the three are still playing. But this person, I don't know who it is. And it's quite a big competition. It's one, it's not one of the majors, but it's one of the the big opens of the year. So like anyone who's got a golf handicap can come to the golf club and play in this tournament. So that could cause a small problem. It might not be that I'm able to stream it all, which is a problem because I actually wanted to be able to stream the 18 holes. But we'll see. We'll see what it's like. Because if he says that he doesn't want to be on camera and that he's going to grasp me up, then I'll just have to turn the stream off altogether because I, obviously I don't want to get my, uh, my membership revoked or something like that. Um, again, it wouldn't have been a problem at all had we have had the three other people who you always play golf with, but this other person could cause a bit of a problem. I did ask my mates if they want to go and play elsewhere, but the tea time that we wanted and reserved for other places like at Marland or Heaton Park and stuff are all gone. So 
I don't know. It could it could be a very very brief one whole stream. Um, I'm hoping that we end up getting over it, and he's just a top guy. If he's a top guy and he's not asked, he just wants to play some golf with some people. Which, if you join in a group of three people that you don't know, if he's taking it super seriously, then I'll just fucking walk off. I can't be asked with the asshole. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but you're here to listen about video games, and that's exactly what I am going to be doing for you today. And um, there may be a possibility where I may be able to jump onto stream for an hour or two this afternoon to play some Modern Warfare. Which is uh, what what is is part of the news today. It's not our main story, um, but it's something that we will be touching on throughout uh, the stream today. Shout forward just before he drives. Yeah, I've got my air on just at the ready as well. Um, but again, you ready to listen to me talk about video games? That's exactly what I'm going to jump into you guys for you now. The lead story being: Are physical games now not going to exist? Are they now redundant? Are, are, apart, you can see from the the shelf behind me, it's not a very big shelf. Granted. It is, it is two cases deep on most shelves. Um, I do have boxes and boxes in this wardrobe thing behind me of my physical games. I have hundreds of them. I just can't fit them all in this very tiny office. I'm a collector of video games. I love collecting video games. I love to be able to show them all off, including all the artwork that I have, including my son behind me. He's a lot older than this now. He's, he's nearly 11 months old. Uh, well, he is 11 months old. Uh, no, is he? No, he's not. He's 10 months old. <laughs> he's 10 months and a week. Um, so yeah, it's, I like to, I like video games. I love video games. You love your video games. You're here to listen to me talk about video games. That's how much we all love it. So are physical media in the video game world about to cease to exist? Let's discuss. So this has been written on Eurogamer by Ed, Night Ed Nightingale. And he says that EA confirms it won't stop physical distribution of games in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Reports otherwise are an accurate reflection of a recent financial statement. EA has confirmed that it won't be stopping distribution of physical products across Germany, Austria and Switzerland. Reports have emerged that EA would no longer distribute physical games in German-speaking countries, according to its latest annual report. However, it seems that this was misinterpreted by EA, confirms that this is incorrect. We have not stopped physical, and this is a quote by the way, we have not stopped physical distribution of our games in Germany, Austria or Switzerland. And players will continue to be able to buy our games from retailers across the region, reads a statement from EA sent to Eurogamer. Recent reports stating otherwise are an inaccurate reflection of the disclosures made in EA's Germany's uh, statutory financial statements. This means players can still buy physical games in this country, as German sites Games Wirtschaft uh, reported in EA is undergoing a restructuring in the region as per the company's latest annual reports. The article also notes that the task of EA's Cologne branch was previously to import and export distribution, sale and manufacture of products of any kind related to videos, video games and computer software. It has now been updated to say provisions of services related to videos, video games, computer software and interactive entertainment. EA's latest major release, FIFA 23, scored the series' largest ever number of players at launch and is a key physical release for the companies globally and it would certainly be a surprise if physical distribution was halted. Now, this is just the first part of, um, of this news story because I do have another one, which I don't seem to have open. Uh, one second. I'll just get the, uh, the other story as well. Uh, I'll just bring me back on, st on stream here a second. You obviously know what the next story is going to... Well, you've seen what the, one of the stories is going to be there. Um, I'm just trying to find the other story that I don't seem to have opened up in my tab because I think this is quite a pivotal moment in video games uh, whenever I can find it. Here it is. 
I know this is nothing to do with EA, but it kind of touches on the same instance as well. So if I jump back to this again. So this has been written on VGC by Andy Robinson. Just going to jump into this. It says Modern Warfare 2's physical disc allegedly contains just 70 megabytes of data. So those that are buying the box version will only need to download nearly 100 gigabytes of data. So physical copies of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 allegedly includes just 72 megabytes of data on the disc. That's according to Does It Play, a social media account which tests physical games to see if they can be played on offline consoles. According to the account, Modern Warfare 2's disc comes with hardly any data, assuming it's stored on a standard PlayStation 5 Ultra, Ultra, Ultra HD disc, uh, which is 100 gigabytes worth of data. Less than 1% of the storage is being used by the game, and at the time of publishing, the download size of Activision Shooter is around 100 gigabytes. And that's before the release of Warzone 2 next month. So users purchasing a physical copy will still need to download virtually the entire game and still require the disc to be able to play it. VGC has asked Activision for comment on this story. So, and if true, shunning disk storage uh, raises issues of not just downloading caps, but preservation and the environmental impact of printing what are virtually empty disks in plastic boxes. Many social media users have criticized the ledge move. Uh, content creator Lance McDonald wrote, stop pretending that this is normal. It's not normal and should never become normal. Severing a physical disk to a digital service so it forces you into firmware updates, online ecosystems and DRM updates just to play a single player game is not a standard now and should never be. Another Twitter added that this is an utter waste of resources. Either load the disk and make it a day one patch the correct size or make it a digital download entirely. These disks will be useless if and when Activision decide to discontinue support for the game. And then there's a tweet embedded there. Um, we don't need to read the rest of it. I feel like we've got the entire... The entire story there uh, to be able to have a discussion on. So I mentioned there about what EA uh, potentially are not doing now. Um, there was rumours that they were going to be pulling physical media from German-speaking countries, as well as Modern Warfare 2's brand new game that's only coming out today. If you've ended up buying this game physically, that there's only 72 megabytes worth of data, less than 1% of the capacity of the disk. Um, the rest of it has to be downloaded. This. I mean, that 72 megabytes is probably just a Kickstarter to be able to lead you to the shop or to, to kickstart the download for the entire game. There's no other reason why there, there's, there's any less than... There's a little small fly buzzing around. Um, you know, exclamation mark moth won't work either. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite a bizarre instance, this, because I'm not really understanding why they've done this. If you're going to all... The, if you're going to the lengths of being able to print these discs and it going gold in terms of getting them printed and sent off to manufacturing and then anything else that I've done after that time is a day one patch. Your day one patch, if there's anything more than about 10 gigabytes worth of data for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X games, then that's quite, a, in my opinion, that's quite a chunky, chunky day one patch because it would just be bug fixes unless it's all down to textures and things like that. Then obviously that the gigabytes can fly through the roof. But if it's just general bug fixing, then 10 gigabytes is obviously still quite a lot, but to download the entire game where the, 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 data, the data that's on the disc as it stands, 72 megabytes, is, lead, is just triggering the download from the PlayStation or the Xbox store to be able to download the entire thing onto your console. Again, that when it comes down to game preservation, that feels like a bit of a kick in the nads, doesn't it? Like, if you want to be able to play the single-player campaign of this, then you have to download the entire game from the store. But what about when the store doesn't exist anymore? Like the PlayStation Vita, the PSP store doesn't exist anymore. The, uh, the, the Nintendo Wii store doesn't exist anymore. 
I'm not sure whether or not the 3DS store does. I think they ended up re, uh, going back on their word that they were going to close it. So what, when these stores close down, what are we going to do? Like you can, That's why I love having physical media behind me because if I wanted to play any of these PSP games here, I just take my PSP out and I am able to play it. If I want to play any of my PS Vita games that are on this shelf, then I'm more, then I'm more than capable of being able to do it. I've got both my, um, my Tribal Edition, uh, Nintendo DS, uh, yeah, Game Boy Advance, sorry, my Game Boy Advance and my Game Boy Color. I've got cartridges there that I can just pop in and be able to play. There's no online store for those games. Sorry, my, my, and then, sorry, my Vita, my Vita and Switch games are down here. As you can see, the smaller cases. I think they're on me. I think that's me Pez on my Resident Evil shelf. I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if I want to be able to play any of these games, I just pop them in and I'm able to go, providing that they are single player experiences and they aren't games that require a live service. That's the only caveat for these. I've got a load of Xbox 360 games down here. Look at all these bad boys. I'm able to just slap that in with the Xbox 360. I'm good to go. No messing about. So yeah, it's it's a bizarre world that we're living in. I would much rather have physical games. I mean, I keep on saying this, and this, genuinely this isn't me rubbing in, but we are very blessed that we're able to get a lot of games for free nowadays, and chances are we're going to be able to we get codes for them. It's very rare that we actually get physical games sent to us. I would much prefer that, but obviously it's a waste of time on their half because they end up getting all the codes from Sony or Xbox or Nintendo. They then give the code to us. We're able to review it and then get it sent onto the internet or be able to talk about it on this podcast, for instance. So we're very lucky in the fact that we do get codes. I would much rather have the physical instances, but nowadays, what's the point? I mean, a lot of people would rather have the, the ability to be able to press the button on their console, choose what game they want to play, press X or press A, get into the menu, you're good to go. They don't want to be able to hot swap discs or whatever it is that they were, that, like the old school days. Like I would absolutely love that still. <clears throat> I still buy, wherever I can, physical copies of the games if I don't get a cent of physical code. I mean, games that I have had physical codes for before, I've gone out on, uh, sorry, uh, that we had digital codes. I've gone out and bought the physical versions of the game just to be able to keep and preserve that game for as long as I possibly can. In 20 years' time, or in 15 years' time, when my boy's 15, I go... Do you want to play some Pro Evo 2, mate? And he's like, what the hell is Pro Evo 2? And I said, don't worry about it, mate. I've got the disc. We'll slap it in. We're good to go. I've got a USB stick here with backups of my, all my old football games that I can play natively now on my Xbox Series S because I had the physical backups of those games. And genuinely, I have the physical backups of those games. I've got all the Pro Evolutions on, I think it's this shelf here behind Sonic. So I've, I've got them all loaded onto my PC as ISOs. I can put them onto my USB stick and I can play them on my Xbox as backups. In 15 years' time, I'll still be able to do that. Whereas games like this that require a live service, even though they're a single-player game, might not be able to do that. And that is a massive sticking problem for me. Massive sticking problem. Um, so, going into the... Uh, go, let's, let's go through what you guys are saying. Uh, Lake said physical copies for forever. Uh, Weetabix says any clips of Resident Evil 4 in terms of what? Me playing it? Or... The, the new game, the one that we saw last week. Um, JMK says, I haven't bought a physical game for probably over two years now. I just keep an eye out for when games are on sale online and then download them. I have a great internet connection though, so that helps. Spike says, I'm not playing on console these days, so I can't buy physical copies, but if I, if I was on console, I'd still want them. Gagat says, good morning all, good morning to you. Um, uh, Wito says, if they, if they do stop selling physical games, would they pass on the savings to us? Nope, exactly. That's, the, that's, that's another massive issue. If you aren't printing the discs and you're not shipping them and they don't have to store them and then the people who you're selling them to, i.e. things like game 
or the game collection or whatever, they're not having to store them. Where's that? Where's that? Where's the money for that? Because it feels like when you're buying digitally, you're paying more. If I went into the game collection and wanted to buy Call of Duty today, I can pretty much pick it up for about 55, 50 quid or something like that. But if I wanted to download that from the PlayStation Network, it's going to be 70 quid. So where, how does that work? I'm having to use my internet and potentially my cap to be able to download that game, yet I'm having to pay more for it. It makes no sense. Um, Timeless says, COVID was the reason I went to digital bar in the Switch. Uh, Spike says, bring back the three and a half inch floppy, I say. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Let's, let's bring back the floppy disks. Uh, sorry, disks, not dicks. So yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting world that we're living in. Like this, for instance, I put this in the uh, the the retro Pez group today. Pick that up, maybe four or five months ago um, from CEX. As you can see from you guys over in UK, you'll probably understand what these stickers are. That's a price sticker. The top is the uh, we buy recycling and stuff that gets slapped onto every game. Fifty p that that still works on my PC. I have some of the shittest. Oh, we got a couple of new followers. Oh, Rolly. Roll is raiding with 225 people. Oh my God. Ah, it's going, <laughs> this is going to be chaos. <laughs> New followers are everywhere. Roly, thank you so much for the raid, my friend. I hope that you've had a lit stream so far, mate. I do appreciate it. Oh my God. The chat has descended into chaos. <laughs> How am I supposed to? Are we going to kick her? <laughs> oh, he's gifting to, he's gifting... Oh, he's giving gifties. Oh, God. I think you're going to break my notifications. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much, mate. I very much appreciate it. For, for those guys that have never been into this stream before, all these first-time chatters, thank you so much for that. This is our daily video game news podcast, we and we've just been talking friends? about physical games versus digital games and the pros and cons of both of them. There's no pros for having digital games. It's all about the physical, baby. Uh, the ice cream stream just melted. I think it has. Lit, lit, lit. <laughs> so Rolly's giving your gifties away and he's also subscribing as well. Hope you have a lit stream. Thank you so much, mate, for sending all of your litties over here. Uh, Bibby's going to have a meltdown. I think I genuinely am. This is a lot. <laughs> I think I'm just going to have to stay on the stream after the scoop now, aren't I? Uh, this is mental. So I do... Uh, physical games for the win. Alpha says there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my notifications are going to die. Um, let's see if I can try and shout out as many of you guys as I can um, for for um, following this channel. Sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place now. Two Cats Kissing. Thank you very much for the follow. Zephrast. Uh, Amando Lider. Uh, Long Live Lauren, uh, Nova Elu, uh, Fish Herbs, uh, Ronnie Rucker, and Roly giving out two subs as well as subscribing himself. <laughs> three subs <laughs> and subscribing himself and Hypocrisy as well. Thank you so much, you guys, for jumping in. All the first time chatters, all of your litness, we very much appreciate it. We are Ice Cream Uploads. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish with the scoop which is exactly what you're listening to now we also do streams at the weekend either graham playing PUBG or me playing whatever i can be asked waking up and sticking on it's usually fifa pro clubs it could be skyrim it could be something completely obscene that you've never Hope even you heard of before stream. yeah you've you've broke it like the subscribe the subscribers and the follower stuff is still coming through um Kikaro, thank you very much for the follow as well. We very much appreciate it. And Fabus, now that you said my gamer tab on the my gamer tab on the interwebs, my future kids, thank you. Not a problem. Thank you very much 
for getting shout outs not working. Um, they should be. They should be. Um, uh, let's go to my dashboard. Yes, we did. Let's connect it. Uh, no, the, uh, it required the off. It required the off and Graham's in France, so he ain't going to get it. Um, so that's my bad. I mean, the chat bot's working. That's about as much work as I usually do on this. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'm right crackers like. Uh, says two cats kissing. Um, again, I appreciate every single... Oh, Metallicats uh, says physical uh, over digital. If a game gets shut down, you at least have a single player physical. Uh, the digital last favor. That's basically the crux of this argument because the new Call of Duty game that's come out today, if you was to buy the physical version of that, only 72 megabytes of data is on that disc. You have to download the 100 hover gig or other gigs, which is obviously your multiplayer and your single player. So if the servers was to get shut down, it gets delisted from the PlayStation show, store. How are you going to get that game? You can't. It doesn't exist anymore. Very much like the PlayStation store, PlayStation, uh, the PSP store. And I think the 3DS store got taken down too. Oh, they might have gone back on that. But the Nintendo Wii shop is 110% dead. You can't get anything from that now, even if you've downloaded or bought the game back in 2006. Uh, I know it's bad, but supports uh, it support repacks. Uh, Two Cats Kissing says, Goodfinger got the disc on PlayStation 5. Uh, well, the disc on PlayStation 5 still only has 72 megabytes, and I will show you that um, because it looks like it has been confirmed. I know I'm going back over all the news. Uh, for you guys that have been here from the start. But this is a tweet that got put out by Lance McDonald that says that a disc that contains Modern Warfare 2 has 72 megabytes of data on it, and the rest, you have to get downloaded. It's bizarre. Um, but that's just the way it is. Um, that's the way that we've kind of manufactured for ourselves, and we end up having to pay the price for it in the long term, unfortunately. Um, Froxen says... <laughs> Do I say this? Oh, fuck it. We've said way worse than this. I couldn't, before you say anything, rap this, it's sick. Absolutely not. Do I look like a rapper? I'm 31 years old wearing an under, under Armour football top and an ice cream upload's hat. Do I look like I spit bars? Do I look like a grime MC? I do not think so. Um, two Cats Kids said, yeah, I was just kidding, saying that I got the disc version of PlayStation 5. Uh, this guy got... Um, no, I'm not reading it. He got banned in Roly's chat. Well, if it's a ban, is if it's a ban for Roly, unfortunately, my friend, it's going to be a ban for you. Sorry, Murd. I don't like banning people, but I mean, if you're bad vibes, then you ain't going to be in here. Do you know what I mean? Uh, judge not Yoda. <laughs> lit, 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 lit. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that's that, that was our first story today. We still have three more to be able to get through here. Um, so let's just jump into the next one. It's more Modern Warfare news. It's more Modern Warfare news. Obviously, it's Modern Warfare Day, so uh, this has been spotted out in the wild. Uh, Neymar and Paul Pogba skins for Modern Warfare 2 have appeared online. This has been written uh, by Jordan Midler over at VGC, and he says, a recent leak of operators suggests that Messi could also join them soon. This is bizarre. Um, but anyway, Modern Warfare 2 skins of footballers Neymar and Paul Pogba have appeared online. Didn't didn't Neymar go into PUBG? Didn't Neymar get a skin, a skin in PUBG? I know Son did. I've, I, I, maybe he did. I'm not sure. Uh, paid skins or Battle Pass, that's something that uh, we're not too sure yet. This, is, uh, this has been data mined. Um, I, don't, I don't know where they managed to get the pictures from, but anyway. Screenshots that have been circulating across Twitter appears to show the skins which depict the players in military style attire. A uh, football-themed crossover with the hugely popular shooter has been rumoured for some time, 
with names of popular footballs being found as part of the recent data mine. And then these are the new operators that will be happening. Uh, so we've got Connor, Klaus, Luna, Messi, Neymar, Pogba, Ross, uh, Reyes and Gromsko. Uh, Neymar, the Brazilian star who currently plays for his club football at PSG, is an avid gamer and regularly streams first-person shooter games. Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer suite officially launches today. Uh, as is usual for most game lobbies, the Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer release at a time is staggered based on what regions of the world that you're in, unless that you're playing on PC, that is. Crucially, developer Infinity Ward has warned against changing your console's region settings and attempt to gain that early access. If you do so, you risk being locked out of the game entirely until the official launch time in your region, according to the developer. Call of Duty Warzone 2.0, the DMZ and Battle Royale modes launch alongside Modern Warfare 2 Season 1 on November 16th. Players can drop in an all-new Almazar maps as part of the Call of Duty Warzone 2.0, survive a brand new experience in DMZ and enjoy a new Battle Pass system as well as two free functional weapons and the vault editions owners can activate their free season pass bundle and unlock 50 tier skips obviously when that takes place on november the 16th so it looks like we're going to be getting some uh we're going to be getting more than four skins we um in the game obviously when that does end up launching well the game launches today but the season kicks off november 16th that's what's that three weeks is that three weeks to the day uh one two it's it's two and a half weeks, two and a half weeks until the game, uh, until season one kicks off. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got quite a few people will be able to try and grind down as much as they can to be able to when the battle pass takes place, they've got everything unlocked or whatever. Um, but it's interesting that we end up getting more skins for the football for footballers. I mean, we we I think sometimes we forget that footballers are real people who have social lives as well. It always I always found it bizarre that footballers like for instance. The Erling Haaland situation over at Manchester City. I'm a massive Manchester City fan, by the way. I don't know if you've, uh, you guys already knew that. Um, but I'm a huge Manchester City fan. The fact that Erling Haaland was already a City fan and he used to go to home and away games with his dad, who was obviously a Manchester City captain way back when, ends up in the stands and you see like Paul Dickoff in there. You see Sean Gordon with the fans. That all blows my mind. But you forget that they are real people that have emotions and want to be able to do stuff that they want to do. But just because they have played the game or are celebrities in some respects that you forget that they want to be able to do those kinds of things as well. So yeah, the, the paid, uh, paid skins are battle pass stuff. I imagine it's going to be in the battle pass. I imagine they're also going to be able to sell these on. I'm not too sure. My, if I was to choose which one it would be personally, I want them in the battle pass to be able to get to level hundred. I think Fortnite does that better than anybody. They'll pick something amazing to be level hundred and you have to grind your way there, but they'll have some movie tie and stuff. And if you want to be able to buy a Harley Quinn, or a Spider-Man one, and you're able to buy those, but you're working all the way up to a level 100 to be to get Darth Vader. I think that's cool. That gives you something to be able to play for. But I reckon if they are having people like uh, Messi, Neymar, and Pogba, you're going to end up paying for those. Um, they, they, they would have paid an absolute fortune for the licenses of those players. So I reckon they'll end up charging seven or eight quid for those easily. What was the what was the Son one? Was that um, Call of Duty Mobile? Uh, not Call of Duty Mobile. Um, PUBG Mobile, how much do they have to pay for that? I mean, PUBG is ridiculously expensive for their skins. Anyway, I wanted the Joker one years ago, and it was like 25 quid. I was like, nah, you're all right, mate. I'll, I'll stick with my basic day one skin, thanks. Um, Vimtruck says, I remember Neymar wanted his own PUBG server back in the day. I mean, he was on a PUBG stream not long ago, wasn't he? It was one of the, it was he an ambassador, and he was in the live studio. I can't remember if it was for the PUBG uh, EU tournaments. Um, Spikes is such a weird crap crossover, uh, in my opinion, but each to their own, who's 
who next Usain Bolt. Obviously, that's a throwback to when Pez did that one, so Spike remembers well. Uh, Phony Asteroid says, uh, the Neymar one will just roll around on the ground acting like he's been shot. Well, he's got enough practice, mate. Don't worry about that. Uh, Crocodile, good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are we doing? Um, Dave says, Graham can forget his birthday the, uh, <laughs> at last something happens on mine. Um, how many skins are we getting? Four. More than four. We're getting more than four skins. Um, uh, including this tweet, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten skins in this tweet that have been data mined. Whether or not they all become true, I'm not too sure. But you're getting two free, um, two free, what do they call them? Two free functional weapons and some operators as well on launch day. So you're able to take them ones if you end up getting the bat uh, battle pass. I say free, you're still paying for the battle pass. Um, Timeless says, right, got me coffee. What did I miss? Another massive raid. Yes, Roly came in with the raid. Roly rolled in with the raid. So again, we very much appreciate Roly doing that one for us. An absolute legend. Uh, Sheep says, Pogba and Neymar both stream. Um, I don't think I've ever watched either of their streams. I watched Aguero, but obviously he doesn't speak English, so it all goes right over my head. Um, X players uh, are the only folk in England at the MTAD. Fantastic banter. Um, <clears throat> where are you in the table again, by the way? Could you make it above us? Um, please stop saying foreskins. <laughs> uh, Crocodile laughs. Uh, I'd go to Man City game just to sit next to Gorn, uh, Sean Gota. Go I was going to say Gota Sean then. I don't know why. Sean Gota, what a legend. Yeah, obviously he played for Bristol City as well, didn't he? As well as Reading. Uh, Colby, thank you very much for the follow. Very much appreciate that. Um, shots fired. <laughs> easy shots. Easy shots. It's, 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 sometimes it's a little bit too easy. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's a little bit too easy. Um... Oh, has a, has a garage tried phoning me? I've took my car to the garage this morning. Yeah, they tried phoning me. I'll phone them back after this. Um, but we've got two. Have we got two? Oh, we've got three news stories. Um, two of them are about free games, so stick around for that one if you want to learn where all the free games are at the moment. We'll be able to do that with Free Game Friday. Um, but we've got one actual news article left for you guys today. And um, this is some more Xbox news. So Tito will be very happy. Phil Spencer wants Call of Duty to come out on the Nintendo Switch. The Xbox hopes to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft and bring it to as many platforms as possible, including the Nintendo Switch. During the Wall Street Journal Live, Xbox boss Phil Spencer stated that he would love to see Call of Duty on more platforms like the Nintendo Switch. Talking about Microsoft's acquisition and Activision Blizzard, Spencer spoke about keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation as well as bringing it to the Nintendo Switch. Call of Duty specifically will be available on PlayStation, says Spencer. I'd love to see it on the Switch. I'd love to see a game that's playable on many different screens. Our intent is to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft. Spencer also said that Activision Blizzard acquisition was more about mobile games than it was about Call of Duty. This opportunity is really about mobile for us, he said. When you think about the 3 billion people playing video games, there's only about 200 million households on consoles. Microsoft has recently hit a speed bump in its acquisition of Activision Blizzards in the UK regulatory body, surrounding the fate of the Call of Duty franchise. And there's a tweet in there, basically Tom Warren reporting on this as well. Um, so yeah, it's just it's not the it's not the world's biggest story, this one. However, I do think it does have some merit. And I'll tell you why. There isn't that many shooters on the Nintendo Switch, is there? And I still cannot for the life of me think why there isn't the PUBG mobile game on Nintendo Switch. The obvious, the obvious thing is, is that the title is PUBG Mobile. The Nintendo Switch isn't a mobile device. However, it's a portable console. I think having something like Call of Duty Mobile, PUBG Mobile, 
eFootball Mobile, all of those games on the Nintendo Switch would open that up to a massive market. And the fact that Call of Duty can come out, may end up coming out on the Nintendo Switch, I don't know what that's going to look like. Will it be the mobile version of the game with all of the microtransaction stuff uh, taken out of it? Or will it look like the play, uh, like a PlayStation 4 version of the game just stripped out with all the graphics and things? Like I do think that we need first-person shooters on that console just to be able to get a new lease of life. Like I'm not saying that the Nintendo Switch is on the downfall. The Nintendo Switch is a fantastic piece of hardware, but now it's competing with the things like the Logitech Cloud and also the Steam Deck, which are two hugely powerful consoles that Nintendo Switch graphically can't keep up with. Nintendo Switch can have things like Skyrim on there. It can have things like Wolfenstein. It can have things like Doom on there that are some of the most intensive, beautiful-looking games on the Nintendo Switch. However, it's going to live and die by the, by, the, by the games that get put on it. The PS Vita was one of the best consoles, handheld consoles of a generation. The reason it failed is because it didn't get supported, and it, it even had things like Call of Duty on there. It had Silent Hill. It had... First party support for a very brief amount of time, including the likes of uh, the Uncharted series or the, the Uncharted uh, Golden Abyss. So it did have the ability to have the support, but it didn't last long enough. And I don't want that to happen with the Nintendo Switch, despite it being five years deep now, maybe even six years deep since that console came out. I feel like having small little breaths of air being put into it with the likes of a new Pokemon game coming out, that's gonna, we're always going to get stuff like that. We need to think outside the box. We need to get other games out there into other people's hands that think, do you know what? I, I can't afford a Steam Deck, but there's a second-hand um, Nintendo Switch on the on Facebook Marketplace for 180 quid. Bosh, go and get myself that. Get Call of Duty and I can play it wherever I want then. Do you know what I mean? Open that market up to other people because sometimes I've seen on occasion that people still think that Nintendo Switch is the family console, which it is to a large degree, but it does have the 18-plus games. It does have the adult-orientated games on there, which obviously Call of Duty, I think it's a 16 plus game. So it is that that game is aimed at, you'd imagine 16 plus, but we all know that isn't the case. This will start to shake off those kind of, those shackles, you know what I mean? So I think hand in hand, these kind of things that go, I'd love to see PUBG Mobile on there. I've recently found out that Call of Duty Mobile, you can now play with a PlayStation 4 controller. I've got a HDMI dongle that I plug into the bottom of my phone. It goes onto the TV. I can play Call of Duty Mobile while I'm at my desk at work. Bosh. Do you know what I mean? That's fantastic. The biggest part of mobile gaming that I hate is the fact that my hands are too big to fit around my screen properly. Like The buttons are so tiny on the screen. Give me a controller that I can clip my phone into and then I'm good to go. Like Bosh. Easily done. Easily done. Cod is a kid game perfect for Switch. There we go. It would it'd be a per is that it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. Uh Crocodile says, What have you done to Graham? It's what Graham's done to me. He's abandoned me and gone away to Disneyland Paris. That's what he's done. It's nothing to do with me. I mean, to be fair, it could be he might just wanted to get away from me. Um, very informative and entertaining stream. Thanks for the shout and everyone have a great day. I love that. Stay lit. Fish herb, thank you very much. I hope you have a fantastic Friday and have a fantastic weekend if we don't see you uh during it. So yeah, take care of yourself. Uh JNK says, damn work phone calls, missed the last 20 minutes. Don't worry about it, JMK. You can watch this back on demand. Don't you worry yourself. I think the Switch could run the new third-person COD mode. I think it could run both. They just need to strip down the graphics a little bit, and then you're good to go. Um, Alpha says, I personally believe that things like Iron Neo, Steam Deck, and hell, even the newest phones with Game Pass, PlayStation Plus could outdo the Switch. That is exactly what you, you said it perfectly. I compared it to the Logitech Cloud, compared it to the Steam Deck, but like you say, there's mobile games that are out there now that Genshin Impact is stunning. Like, it's a stunning game, visually. So... 
if call if if your mobile phone can do it, the Nintendo Switch should be able to do it too, um, at lower rev- resolution, obviously. Especially with the price hike, a Switch Pro is needed. But what will that look like? The issue that the that the Nintendo Switch has is a 720p screen that when it gets docked and some games it'll go up to 1080. We've obviously seen the likes of the Steam Deck and the Logitech Cloud. I don't know if the full resolution of those are 1080. I think they might just be a little bit smaller um, to be able to not drain the battery as much. But if you start putting bigger screens in there and it starts to take more power and performance, that's where the the, the battery consumption it becomes a two-hour... Handheld, a handheld device should last between three and four hours, in my opinion, especially if it's playing a demanding game. But if you end up having a console that'll only last for an hour and a half, two hours, is that acceptable? If you're on a flight and you're going to America from the UK, which is about a 10-hour flight, you're going to get 20% of the way there and your console's dead if you haven't got a charger port underneath your seat. It's a very difficult line to be able to tow when it comes to upgrading handheld devices. And I think they've got it nailed down with the Steam Deck. It's just, can the Nintendo Switch get close to that? Because historically, they haven't really been asked about what graphics look like on a console. That's why we're still getting games that look like Pokemon games. Now, that's not saying that that's the, that's the worst case scenario for them, because obviously Pokemon is a hugely successful IP that has taken a Nintendo console. Without, the, without Pokemon on, on, a, on a Nintendo console, I don't know what a Nintendo console would, where it would be right now. I mean, we've obviously got, you've, they've still got Legend of Zelda. They've still got Breath of the Wild 2 coming out. They're still going to have things like Mario games coming out. But I always feel like Pokemon is a third of the market. If you're going to compare the, if you're going to chuck in the other two there into thirds, uh, Zelda, Mario, and Pokemon, if you take away a third of that, what will it sell as well? Because they're bringing out maybe two Pokemon games a year at the moment. That's a large chunk of your audience. They haven't brought out a Zelda game since the game since the console launched. It's a difficult, it's difficult conversations to have, and I don't think that there is an, uh, necessarily a, a very straightforward answer with the Nintendo consoles. But I would, I would absolutely love a Switch Pro. I mean, if Ads was here, he'd be screaming it. He's been screaming it for the last four years that he's wanted one. I definitely thought that they would have announced one with Breath of the Wild too. That may still end up happening. I don't think it will. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, <clears throat> Alpha says Microsoft's success with backward compatibility shows that Switch has a market for GameCube titles. 100% agree. Uh, Jules West says, "Do you think there will be a new console in the future where gaming will only be on mobile and PC?" Mm, cloud gaming, cloud gaming. Because I think that's what it necessarily comes down to. You have a PC and then you have cloud gaming. Uh, that's where the mobile argument comes into it. Because arguably, a Xbox Series S. I use that as my Game Pass machine. Obviously, it doesn't have a di- it doesn't have a disc port in there. I either have to use the game via the streaming method or I download it. They're the only two options that I've got. Hmm. I will always go ownership. Always go ownership. That's why I love my Game Pass because I can download the games that I want to be able to play. If the system goes down, Bosh, I'm still able to play them until the license expires on it. I don't know. I don't think we're in the. I'd, I am lucky where I am. I've only just got super fiber. I was on 80 megabytes, uh, yeah, 80 megabytes for the longest time, which isn't enough really to be able to stream and then stream games at the same time. It's not, it's not a viable option. Whereas now I'm getting like 280 megabytes down. There is ro- rows of houses, two houses over that don't have the fact that don't have the virgin lands that have been put down yet. There's houses down the road that don't have that. So I'm in a privileged position here in my area of Manchester or my area of Hyde, where I'm able to have those things. But 
there is instances all around Tameside that don't have that yet. So it's a tough sell uh, for cloud gaming as it stands. I think maybe in four years' time, we're in a different position. Xbox tried this. Remember the always on Xbox One? That died a death because they had to change the way that they they were to distribute their video games because they always, they've always wanted, they were ahead of the game in terms of having cloud gaming. However, it fell on its ass because not many people was invested into it. Imagine cloud gaming in 2013. I don't know how, I know usually the ICU core community we're all around the same age. We're about 27 to 50. That's quite a big bracket, but we're all adults here. So I don't know whether or not everyone who's coming from a roller stream, you're all around the similar age. But imagine in 2013 trying to cloud game. It would never have happened. It would have never have taken off unless you were in a super privileged part of the world where you've always had super fast internet downloads. It would have never worked. And it's only just started to come to fruition. Now, Google Stadia died because it didn't have the support. It was always on cloud gaming service that required your phone to be able to use the controller and to be able to talk to your friends like, shite, doesn't work. However, now we've got xCloud, we've got GeForce now, we've got uh, the Logitech uh, cloud console, which is tied to your Microsoft um, Game Pass account. Like These are all fantastic ways that we're getting into the future of video games and what that looks like in four years' time. I don't even want to hazard a guess because of how far we've come in the last four years. So yeah, I think I think we, we will eventually have a, I think it will be a 60-40 split. I think it will be downloaded physical games on your console versus the cloud, but the rest of the world needs to catch up. They, they cannot blanket the entire world as to all how fast internet because their, their whole foundation would just fall out. They would never be able to sell anything again because people will not be able to play it. They won't be able to digest it. Um, at least not as aggressive. Uh, Jules said, making console costs a lot of money for Sony and Microsoft. If they don't sell, I think their console is over. I, again, nail on the head. They, they make a loss on consoles that they sell, which is why I still think the Xbox Series S, if you are not in the new gen console space yet and you're looking to invest, Xbox Series S is your best bet because you can pick one up, refurbish for about 180 quid off Amazon, off CEX, off eBay. Again, these are all more or less English um, English places, you can pick them up for next to nothing. Whereas if you want a PlayStation 5, you can pick one up the digital console for about 450 quid. If you wanted the Xbox Series X, then you can pick one up for about the same price or the PlayStation 5 disc edition for about 500 quid if the price hikes don't continue. So the Xbox Series S, in my opinion, is the best way, £10 a month to be able to get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate on your console. Jobs are good, and you know what I mean? And then you can go onto CD keys or wherever it is that you want to be able to get your codes from and download them onto your console for a lot cheaper than you're getting on the Microsoft Store, for instance. So there is always ways around it, and there's always cheaper ways of getting into it. However, however, there is always small caveats. So if they want to be able, if they're going to sell the Xbox Series S for £180 refurbished, they ain't making any money off of that. They want you to have subscribed to Xbox Game Pass so they can get you into that monthly subscription for as long as they possibly can while still making it affordable and worth your money, which is what yesterday's episode was about. We was talking about the fact that Game Pass may end up increasing their price later down the line. Now, at the moment, it's about £10, I think, or if you want the Ultimate, it's about 13 14 If they was to increase that to £17 for Ultimate and then like £13 for the normal one, is that still worth your money? I absolutely think it is. It is 100% worth your money. If you were to try and go through every single game that's in that library of a genre that you like, whether or not it's an RPG, first-person shooter, strategy games, sports games, it would take you forever. 
to be able to get through all of those games, as well as the first party games on day of release like Forza or maybe a new Halo or maybe a new Gears of War. I don't know. It's unbelievable value for money and that's where they'll try and get you in. They'll sell you the console for a loss in hopes that you will sign up or buy games through their digital services. That's where they make up their money. Now, you guys probably all know this already. You're all gamers. You're well-versed into how they end up distributing money from you. It's a very smart way of being able to do it and try and keep you in. But Chris the Dork, I don't think you're a dork. I think you're a legend for following this channel, so thank you very much. Uh, the Series S saved gaming. It's not the strongest on the market, but it was a necessity for new people. Do you think that the console will become obsolete, or do you have faith that when the next gen is fully utilized, that it'll stand tall? Absolutely stand tall. I believe it's the best value for money if you are looking to get into next gen, like I mentioned before. It's the console that I have next to me on my desk here, as I do have the PlayStation 5 as well. That's just downstairs in the front room. Um, it is my preferred console at this moment in time um, because the games that I want to play are listed on this console. I think the fact that it can do 1440 at 60 frames is fantastic. It's an entry-level console. If you don't have a 4K monitor, then you're not going to make use of all the handy-dandy features that are on it anyway, are you? So for the average teenager for the average adult who only games two or three times a week because he has a family the series s unbelievable value for money if you are someone who all they do is video game you come home from work you've got not you haven't really got that many responsibilities and your free time is spent gaming then going for a fully blown playstation 5 for a master race pc or for a xbox series x is probably the more viable option for you you've got all the bells and whistles you've got the 4k tvs You've got the 144 hertz monitors. Do you know what I mean? You're making full use of that. Then that's that. That's the that's the way that you're going to end up going. But for someone who doesn't game all that often, always looking to try and get into it for the first time, get yourself Series S. Easy. It'd make a great doorstop when it's redundant, though. I absolutely agree. Anyway, we've got two new stories left for you today. They're both about free games. So get your pen and paper out. We'll tell you exactly where you're going to be able to find some free games this weekend or what's coming up in the future. We'll start with the Amazon drops. So this has been written by Liv Negan over at, uh, at Eurogamer and she says that here's Amazon Prime gaming lineup for November and it includes Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, Fallout New Vegas, Facility 47, Eitherborn, or World Rally, or and <laughs> World Rally Championship 9. And Amazon confirmed the next games will be free for Prime members in November. It also includes this month's exclusive content from online games like GTA Online, FIFA 23, and Apex Legends. If you've not played Fallout New Vegas before, and you should have done because it's the best in the series, take this opportunity to see for yourself why it's the game a solid fan favourite. It's also an excellent time to familiarise yourself with the series, as Amazon and Bethesda are drumming up excitement for the TV series. The other standout game is The Last Day of June, which has received the recommendation badge in our review at launch for its emotional punches, eerie visuals, and spine-tingling soundtrack. So they'll be available in November. If you are an Amazon Prime customer and you watch Twitch like you are doing now, feel free to go into the crowd. You click the clown at the clown? Click the crowd at the top of your screen. Get what you need now because they will be gone soon and being replaced by any of these, well, all of these things that you can see at the top of your screen also this is our favorite feature it's free game friday i don't have the sound for it itself however you can hear a live performance of the soundtrack because it's free game friday there you go that's me playing my acoustic guitar that has five strings because one of them broke
Written on PC Gamer by Morgan Park is what's free on the Epic Game Store right now. So if you do have a gaming PC or you have an Epic account, log in, get this game, get it saved right now. Uh, so the Epic Game Store, what's free until November the 3rd, and it's uh, Saturnalaria and Warhammer 40,000. Uh, 40, a final horror delight for the end of October, S uh, Saturnalia, uh, I think that's right, Saturnalia, uh, brings a striking visual strike style to the table, which is set in the main course, a survival horror adventure game. Plus, it comes out and is free for the first week. So it's hard to beat at a brand new horror game for Halloween that leaves your wallet full for candy. With the second freebie slot this week, the Epic Game Store is handing out the quite appealing Candy Apple in Warhammer 40,000. Uh, Mechanicius, I think I've done that one right as well. Slotting in uh, neatly into the XCOM style like strategy game niche, it takes a bit of a lighter approach to the genre staple, but we will definitely like it. I think that's one. I think that's one for Lake and Tito. Hey, Lake, if you're still here, that may be one for you. Um, so yeah, get go in, get your Epic Game Store loaded up right now. Get those games. Right, good to go. Uh, Gagad says Satchonalia. Ah, okay, he's phonetic it out for me. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that one. Uh, instead of using the Xbox Series S as a dev console for emulation, uh, Modern Vintage Gamer has been talking about it for a while now. Yeah, MVG is an absolute legend, mate. I absolutely love that guy. Him uh, and Spawnwave and IGT85 and all these other guys, Takin Uno, like the, they are guys that I watch all the time because I want to know the latest and greatest that's out there. I, wanna, I need to know Linus Tech Tips also as well when it comes to PC stuff. I want all the latest and greatest out there. I'll never be able to afford it all. However, being able to know what's on the market is obviously a massive advantage in the line of work that I and myself and Graham and the rest of the Jelly Media team all have. So if you aren't familiar with who we are, we are Ice Cream Uploads. We are part of Jelly Media, who are a video gaming digital marketing company. So if you do see some cool stuff around, chances are we might have had a small hand in it is what I'm saying. Um, but that is it for today's episode of The Scoop. We very much appreciate you all for sticking by, for Roller coming in with the massive raid, for you guys that have stuck around and got invested in the conversation, as well as following and subscribing or being donated a subscription. We very much appreciate you guys. It is an absolute honor to be able to host this podcast for all our new listeners. We very much appreciate it. You can find us on all of the podcast services, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Get involved. It's The Scoop. Uh, at ice cream uploads type any of those things in and you'll be able to see it um, but that is it for today's episode of the podcast we will most likely be around again later on this afternoon with some call of duty stuff we need to get some work stuff boxed off first or just to make sure it's launch day we'll be able to get in there and give you some uh give you some gameplay we do have two giveaways at the moment so i'm just going to pop them in the chat so if you want to win yourself a copy of um oh, i've done it right in between phony asteroid doing the socials which i do appreciate phony thank you very much for popping all of our social stuff in there um, you'll see the cod giveaway exclamation mark that's been put in there it's going to arrive underneath the tiktok um link there i'm also going to put astro giveaway in here too so if you want to win yourself a copy of call of duty and um, then you can do so that ends at midnight on sunday if you want to win an astro headset or have the chance to be able to do so follow the two links that are in the chat there the astro one gi uh, giveaway closes at 4 p.m on monday um, but that is it guys stick around i will send you over to one of our friends um so we can just continue the party but we'll be back live again tomorrow at the very very latest when we go live around our golf course our local golf course i'm not too sure how long we're gonna be able to uh, stream for depending on if we've got a bit of a divvy with us that takes golf way too seriously so stick around for that one but still do stick around now because i'm going to send you over to one of our friends even if it's a high and by do go over there say hello to them it will absolutely mean a lot uh, but until next time guys it's been an absolute pleasure 
to be able to give you this podcast this uh this uh we in afternoon now no still this morning um but as always guys there's one thing that we want you to do and that my friends is to stay frosty